Welcome to the Bills Backers of Kansas City podcast with Zach Face and that dude who looks like an illiterate Wolverine. Yeah. Randy, get over here. All right, so we are we are here with the wife of Brandon Bean, Mrs. Haley Bean on Twitter. Um and Zach, I believe you have to take it off here for the first question of this interview. Um, first of all, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, appreciate, thank you for having appreciate, me. Appreciate the response. I mean, it was I, I really kind of asked on a whim. I was like, ah, I probably won't get a response. <laughs> and, and then you were like, yeah, I can do it. Okay. All right. Let's, let's do that then. Why not? Why let Brandon have all the fun? So we're going to start it off. Carolina barbecue or KC barbecue? Okay, so I love this question, um, but full disclosure, I've never had KC barbecue. So, I mean, it wouldn't be a good, you know, matchup. So what can you tell me about KC barbecue? I would almost say it's, it's similar to Texas barbecue, but uh, it's a little sweeter. Oh, I like sweet. Okay. Now, do you serve yours with hush puppies? No. Okay. Usually, usually cornbread, uh, coleslaw. Okay. Hush puppies are amazing and great. Goes great with barbecue. Do you guys know what hush puppies are? Yeah. That's that, uh, it's, it's fried cornmeal, right? Yeah. 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 We do those a lot with like fish fries here. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah, cat, catfish. I'll make hush puppies. I love the jalapeno hush puppies are my favorite. Now see. I, I don't like it when people put a bunch of stuff in there. It's supposed to just be the fried cornmeal. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So that being said, obviously you would prefer Carolina because you haven't had Kansas City. That's a safe answer. That's a very yeah. diplomatic answer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to turn anybody off. Um, so one, one of the questions I had was, because we're, you're, we're interviewing you about Bills Mutfia, uh, which is the organization that you and Brandon kind of, kind of run, which we'll get to in a, in a second here. But uh, tell me about your first animal that you've ever had, your first dog or cat. I don't know what your first pet was. So my first pet was probably cats. Um, and I think I got my love of animals from my dad. Um, it was not unheard of for him to bring home a stray um, or, you know, a box of kittens he found behind a dumpster or whatever. So probably cats, but I would say the most that I like super loved an animal was our first dog that Brandon and I got together. His name was Jake and he was, um, he was at the, one of those, uh, pet smart adoption drives where they have the local sh shelters and stuff come. And so um, that was him. He was a lab mix. Not sure what he was mixed with. I think it might've been some chow, um, but he was super smart dog. We would have to spell around him. He um, could go to the end of the driveway and get the paper and bring it back. Um, he was just amazing. And it was our first dog together. So that of course made it extra special. 
Awesome. Yeah, I've actually got a lab mix myself. I got him for free from one of my friends, um, Breeds Labs. They couldn't prove that it was 100% lab. They think it is. I kind of wonder, but man, he's he's so smart. I mm-hmm. I trained him how to shake in like less than five minutes. Oh, and, yeah. And he'll do that now. If any, any kid's got food, he'll come up and throw his paw up in the air trying to get something. Um, he also he loves to swim my parents have a boat and we'll bring him out there and because the lake is pretty deep and we're out there for long periods of time we want to put a life jacket on him just so he doesn't get too wore out yeah but if if one of us swims out to the middle of the lake and just acts like we're struggling he swims out like a lifeguard and just wants out so yeah he's he's great and we actually named him Thurman after Thurman Thomas oh I love that Uh, yeah, so Jake loved to swim, and Brandon grew up on a lake. Um, his parents didn't move until oh, we were done with college. I don't think we had had kids yet, so um, we would take Jake over to their house um, on the lake, and he would swim and fetch tennis ball and all that good stuff. So laps are amazing. Awesome. So um, can you let everybody know what Bill's Muffy is all about and how many adoptions you guys have covered so far? Yes. So Bill's Mutfia started from um, Lindsay Hauschka and Steve Hauschka, our kicker. Um, they started something last year called House Pups, where for every field goal Steve kicked, they would um, pay for the adoption of a dog at the SPCA serving Erie County. And after um, Steve was released and I met with Lindsay, some of us girls took her out to lunch and um, she said that the one thing that she was like super bummed about leaving was she was hoping that the house pups program didn't end. And so I said, well, check that off your list because we can, we can do something about that and I can take that over. She said, well, you love animals just as much as me. So um, would you be willing to do it? And I said, absolutely. So, and she had told me that she, um, this year was going to incorporate more than just dogs. It was going to be other animals too. So I stuck with that too. So we took it over, changed the name to Bill's Mutfia. Um, that was a fan suggestion. I thought it was super cute. And um, for every home touchdown, we sponsor um, a animal and we pay for their adoption fee at the SPCA serving Erie County. And to date, we have paid for five dog adoptions one turtle, and we have three cats that are available now that have been paid for, but they have not been adopted yet. So any of you cat lovers out there, there's three over there now that all the adoption fees have been paid for. That's awesome. Um, I think that's cool too, like kind of a little tidbit there about how after Steve was released, you went out to lunch with Lindsay. That kind of speaks to the culture that Brandon's created in Buffalo and around the bills, which I, I like, because I know it's a business, but it's a tough business. And it's cool to hear that. Um, For sure. We're, we're, we're making 
connections like that with our players. So yeah. uh, really cool. Um, so speaking of Brandon, or can I call him, should I call him Mr. Bean, <laughs> Big Baller Bean? Uh, I don't know. You can call uh, him whatever you like. Perfect. What One question I had is I often see him wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Pretty much every time I see him, he is wearing sunglasses, which I think is he's probably a poker player and he's just covering his moves. Mm-hmm. Um, does he wear the sunglasses around the house? Is he sleeping in the sunglasses? How's this work? He, he does like to play poker, by the way. Um, he does not wear the sunglasses to sleep or in the house, but yes, outside of the house. And I have seen like on Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> these different memes with him and his <laughs> sunglasses. And like people say, he looks like Secret Service or I don't know, some uh, superhero character or something. And I just think it's so funny because if talk to anybody that's close to him and especially me, the kids, the people that he works with, like he is such a jokester and he laughs so much that I remember um, one time somebody commented on Twitter with something I posted, I think, and said, I can't believe he's smiling or something. And I was like, what? Because that's literally all we do around here is joke and laugh. And so I guess maybe sometimes when he's at work, he needs to, you know, be in the the mode. Um, So get serious. I don't know. But um, yeah, no, no, no sunglasses in the house. I I did see a video with Trey White with him. And he was saying, what's up, big baller bean? And mm-hmm. Brandon was laughing, having a good time. And I thought that video was just hilarious. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he, he is definitely conspicuous with those sunglasses. So my, <laughs> I have, I'm, I'm a season ticket holder uh, still. And my seat is actually in the front row of the Tunnelside end zone. So he's constantly walking past me. And uh, I'm just like, oh, yeah, there's Brandon Bean again. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So how has the transition to Buffalo been coming from Carolina? So I did not know what to expect because both of us are from Carolina, had never lived anywhere else. We lived in North Carolina for as many years as we did South Carolina. So That's why sometimes when I say we're from Carolina, people are like, well, which one? Well, technically both. Um, So since we had never lived anywhere else, we didn't know what to expect. So I'm just picturing, you know, huge city, just fast pace, you know, that kind of thing. Um, And I was so pleasantly surprised when um, I first visited that, I love the small town feel. I love how family oriented it is. Um, I mean, people talk about Southern hospitality, but you wanna talk about people in Buffalo. I mean, they're amazing. They will do anything for you. Um, Truly the city of good neighbors. The weather was a little difficult to get used to. So when people say, well, did it snow where you were? Yes, it would snow sometimes, but here's the difference. Our snow in the Carolinas, you can still see like the blades of grass. (laughs) So 
that was a big snow where everything would shut down. Um, so I think I'm the one that complains the most about the snow. I don't mind the snow when it first starts. I'm so excited. I think it's beautiful. Um, the boys have taken up some different snow sports. Uh, my youngest loves snowboarding. Um, so I'm the one that complains the most because it's the, the length of it. Like from November to this past year, it snowed on Mother's Day. Like, okay, that's, that's enough. Like, <laughs> where is spring? Um, but I mean, if that's your biggest complaint, you know, and just um, the, the staff that Brandon gets to work with every day, I mean, it's worth it 10 times over for the move because it's just, it's wonderful. It really is. It's like a family. That's the, that's the biggest uh, thing that I've told people since moving to Kansas City from uh, Rochester and Buffalo is my family back home. They're like, how's the snow in Kansas City? And I'm, it's kind of like Carolina. If they get two inches of snow here, the whole city shuts down. They're oh, like, nope, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, um, we, the, I remember the boys have had school canceled in South Carolina before because the weather forecaster said it was going to snow, not that it was actually snowing, that it was going to, and then, I don't know, the weather pattern changed, whatever, and it didn't, so, I mean, it was just a free day. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I actually was, I lived in Gowanda for a little bit, but it was before I was in my school years. But then I lived in Vermont and I remember there was times I'd put my my snowsuit on and I'd be trekking in snow, going to the bus. And here in Missouri, it's just like you said in Carolina, just a little bit of snow and everybody freaks out. <laughs> and I'm a teacher, so I really appreciate it because I get a lot of snow days down here. You're a teacher? I am. What do you teach? Yep. Uh, I taught I taught special ed for six years, and uh, now I'm a chemistry teacher, which is what my original certification was in. Amazing, amazing. Um, so speaking of teaching, teaching sometimes is called a 24-hour job, as I look at my email and see that I've got emails from students. Um, does Brandon keep his business at work, or is being a GM a 24-hour job? And then the question I have is, if you're at a, at a nice dinner with your parents and he gets a phone call uh, and he gets a phone call with like a trade offer from another GM, is he taking that call or is he going to text him and say, hey, call me back later? He's absolutely taking that call. Um, so it's definitely a 24 hour or is that, yeah, 24 hour job. Um, we have had the phone ring in the middle of the night before um with things that come up so i i do not get mad for sure because i realize the weight of the job and how much responsibility he has um so you know he knows that whatever he needs to do do it um i think sometimes he might use that a little bit I've teased him before because he's you know he's been in this business for so long for oh gosh what 20 years um so he's made so many friends that are also considered work people so sometimes if it rings at dinner and he's talking to somebody I'm like is that really work <laughs> <laughs> 
it's it's networking. He's networking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but no, I don't. I don't get mad. I I can't imagine his job. I would never want his job. The enormous amount of pressure that comes along with that. But he's the type of person that he he thrives under that. He's graced under pressure. Um, and he if he doesn't have a lot of things on his plate. He doesn't know what to do with himself. Um, so I don't know, I guess it was just the perfect job for him. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it never stops. And some people, um, like especially players' wives that I'm friends with will say, well, where are you going in the off season? And I'm like, what off season? GMs don't have an off season. <laughs> so I'm like, we're staying right here. <laughs> Wow, he works every day. So speaking of bills, I know a, G, a GM is not allowed to have favorites, but who's your favorite bill? So, you know, I can't answer that because that's like if you're a parent saying who your favorite kid is. Um, so I'm just going to have to be very diplomatic here. Um, I... I have some that kind of make me smile a little bit more, I would guess you say. Um, and Brandon has relationships with some that if I hear him like cackling, like laughing hysterically, I know exactly who he's talking to. Um, and it, I'm right every time. So I think there's some that, I mean, I'm a little bit closer to have more of a relationship with. Um, but yeah, I'm not picking a favorite. I can't. That would be like me saying, which one of my kids is my favorite? Yeah, Even if I have one, yes. which That's I fair. don't know. I say my, fa- my favorite bill is uh, the one that made the la- latest oh. best play. Uh, although I, Matt Milano's, Milano's up there because it's my, it's my second favorite cookie and my first favorite linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's your favorite. Who's his favorite? I, I like Trey White. His personality, he, he hilarious. made me laugh so hard. But He is hilarious. But if we want to talk about a retired Bill, um, definitely Kyle Williams um, mm-hmm. for me. And I actually, fun fact, I actually won your giveaway for the Kyle Williams autographed photo. Um, oh, I've got, no! I've got it hung calling, up here in my basement, so. I'm calling collusion. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The whole Williams I, family is amazing. Um I was close with Jill, his wife, when she was here. And, and, all, and all 30 of his children. Exactly. And she, she's amazing. She's ama- she did so much for Bill's wives, coaches' wives, players' wives, front office people. Um, she was so welcoming and helpful. And I, I, I just love her. Still one of my favorite people. We keep in touch. Um, Brandon keeps in touch with Kyle, so yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Kyle's Kyle's probably my all-time favorite as far as retired Bills, um, and I think that's just because of my age. He, he literally has been a Bill since as long as I remember watching football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, this one's a, a more of a, not a downer, but how how has COVID affected family life as far as? Um, is Brandon traveling with the team when they go to away games or not? Um, I know he had to draft from home, those types of things. How has that, how has that been 
kind of managing I know as a yeah. teacher like managing COVID is weird <laughs> mm -hmm. I can't I can only imagine um so he does travel with the team when um oh, for away games scouting has definitely changed um some I don't know if some schools this is a better question for him but I think some schools don't allow scouts maybe you have to fact check that um but so, you know, a well, lot of... Well, you can, you can get them to come on during the off-season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but then as far as... I always try to look at the positives and things. Um, and as far as this COVID stuff is concerned, I mean, what a insane, nerve-wracking time. And sometimes there's things that are out of your control, so... You know, you just kind of got to roll with it. Um, so the bright spots of it is, yes, the draft, I'm sure, was incredibly difficult for him um, being in our basement. Um, but, but on the flip side of that, it was super cool for our boys because they got to be in the room and help and move the magnets on the draft board and that kind of thing. I got to be in the room the videos that you would see of him talking to who we were going to pick. And then after we picked them, that's me filming with my phone. <laughs> so, um, cause there was literally no one else in the room. There was no one allowed to be in the room. Um, so, um, that, and then with school going to 100% remote virtual learning, we just decided we have a place in South Carolina, right outside of Charleston. Um, it's called Isle of Palms. It's warmer. We're a few blocks from the ocean. So we just got in the car and drove there. Um, and we felt safe doing that because we're going to our own home. You know, we're not like staying in a hotel or something. Um, so we drove straight there, which I not a huge fan of road trips. I'll take the um, airplane any day. Um, so it was like 15 hours. Um, it's 13 hours, no stops. 15 hours if you add in stops with kids and dogs. Um, so, but, you know, we got to go there and enjoy it at a time where normally we wouldn't ever have been able to do that. Um, so that was a positive. Um, a negative is we haven't got to see our families as much because they are both in Carolina and, you know, our governor has that uh, travel list or something. So if you come up here from, you know, that state, you have to quarantine for 14 days. And, and then both of our families are just very respectful of Brandon's job and they don't want to, you know, put into jeopardy anything. So, we haven't seen them since July, I believe it was. Um, and before that, it was probably around Christmas time that we saw them. So um, that, that kind of stinks. Um, and with this COVID stuff, normally on game days, for every home game, I always have people here. So the house is bustling and, you know, I'm passing out, um, tickets to the game and wristbands to get into the family gate and this, that, and it's just kind of a, it's like that scene from home alone in the mornings trying to get everybody out. Yeah. Um, and no one's here. It's just so weird. But um, so yeah, that's some of the things that 
so does that mean you're the person to talk to about getting on-field passes? <laughs> you're right. Yeah. I, uh, I've been trying for years with my season ticket agent. I'm like, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we, when we are allowed, again, yeah. you, well, maybe I can try to work on that for you. All right. So I, I look forward to that time. We've both listened to Brandon Bean's story on Eric Wood's podcast. But what mm-hmm. is the Haley Bean story? How did you and how did you two meet? Well, it started on a warm summer day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I was born in Shelby, North Carolina, a little town. It's about an hour west of Charlotte. It's right in between Asheville, which is mountainous, and then Charlotte. So in an hour, I could be in Charlotte, and an hour, I could be in Asheville, both amazing places to visit. Um, Brandon grew up an hour east of Charlotte. We didn't know each other existed until college. We went to the University of North Carolina at Wilmington, which is on the beach. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And so I thought, why not go to the beach and figure it out, you know? So I took all my um, required courses my freshman year while I was deciding what I wanted to do. And I ended up um, going into teaching. Hello. (laughs) We have that in common. So I taught Spanish. Um, I taught for nine years. And I taught for six at the elementary level. So all the kids oh, kindergarten God, through fifth. God bless you. Oh, right. I could not, I teach high school. I could never do elementary. Okay. Try to imagine teaching Spanish to kindergartners when let's just call it a feat of getting them to sit on the carpet. Um, that's a huge thing. So yeah. So kindergarten through fifth grade, they came to me once a week and then I taught at the middle school level for almost three years, two and a half years. Um, And fun fact was in sixth grade, my youngest had me as his Spanish teacher. Yeah, so I'm sure that was great fun for him. Um, I don't think I'd want my mom as a Spanish teacher. (laughs) Spanish was not my best subject. Yeah, well, so, I was deciding what I wanted to do, didn't know, fell in love with the Spanish department, loved my professors. And then after you decide, okay, um, this is what I'm going to do. What am I going to do with Spanish? Am I going to teach it, translate, what? So I did the teaching route. My mother was a teacher. um, And I had grandparents that were teachers. um, So it just kind of made sense. Um, Then Brandon and I met... I asked him today what I could say and what I couldn't say. And he just wants me to keep it basic (laughs) because we met um, in college and he was hanging out in front of my all girls dorm. Um, Yeah. So he was, um, he just, you know, he used a line, but I'm not at liberty to say what the line is. Oh, Um, so he's a tactician though. He knew what he was doing front of the all-girls dorm exactly yep yeah grade a 
prime real estate location right there planted in front of the all-girls dorm. The only all-girls dorm on campus, mind you. So, um, so we met freshman year and um, just kind of went from there. I mean, um, we didn't want to date immediately because we both wanted to get the whole college experience. Um, but then whenever he was dating someone, I would get mad. Whenever I was dating someone, he would get mad. So just by, I think it was spring break of that year, we were just like, okay, this is ridiculous. So we started dating and been together ever since. All right. Well, that's cool. I didn't, I didn't know that you two had met in college. That's definitely new information for me. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Where did you think we met? I don't, my prediction was that you had met after college at some point, but I didn't oh. know how. Like, I, I, I don't know why. I always just think people meet after college. Maybe it's because I'm graduated from college and I still haven't, uh, yeah, I've, I've met someone, but we're not, you know, uh, I, I'm not going to talk about that. This isn't about You know me. what? <laughs> I will say this. It's hard for teachers to meet people. Yeah, it, it is. It's, I it's, think, it's, and... I don't know how it is here, but I think it was getting better when we left Carolina as far as diversity in female male teachers. But I mean, for the longest time, it, it seemed to be like a female dominated profession. Still, and so, it still is. Okay. Well, then that makes it even harder. Like, let's say if you're a female trying to meet a male, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people meet their spouses at work and when, you know, when there's all... not, I don't know. So yeah, that can be, that can be tricky. Um, no, but we, so when we graduated, Brandon took an internship with the Carolina Panthers and he was an intern in, um, uh, with the equipment staff. Sorry, that was, my alarm telling me Bodie needs a shot. My dog is diabetic. Um, but he was with the equipment department, I believe it was, or football operations, working training camp, and then it developed into a full-time internship. Yeah. But he and was from, making $5.15 an hour, and I was a first-year teacher making a whopping 22000 a year. So yeah. I always remind him that, hey, once I was the breadwinner of the family, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would, yeah, I would definitely lord that over him. Um, <laughs> as you should. Um, well, cool. Uh, won't keep you here for much longer then, because I know we've all got dogs to take care of. That's um, okay. But I do have one question, or kind of a, a big ending question here, which is kind of how can the listeners of this podcast help out with Bill's Mafia? What what can we do out here in Kansas City? Or we probably have some listeners back in Buffalo and Rochester. Um, so how could they get involved or help out? Yeah. Well, you can always get involved locally if you're looking for something locally. Um, but we have partnered with the SPCA serving Erie County. We have a website which is yourspca.org slash Bills Mutfia. And it will um, tell you things to do there. You can donate if you want. Um, also, if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, um, Mrs. Haley Bean, um, I will post things about the animals 
let you know who's up for adoption. Um, sometimes we'll do other fun things, like I've done some giveaways recently. Um, so that would be good because sometimes it's not just uh, donating monetarily. Sometimes it's donating of your time or like I know recently the, the shop that's at the SPCA, they decided to ask for donations of paper bags to, for the people that buy things in the store to use those. And so, I mean, that's something super easy that can be done. And I'm sure there's other things. Um, I know at one point they were doing a drive for um, cat toys, I believe it was on Amazon. They had like an Amazon wish list, and there were things getting sent straight to the SPCA. Um, there's volunteer opportunities, although I'm not 100% sure what those are now with COVID. I know um, last year, Lindsay Hauschka would go over a lot and walk dogs, you know, to give them their exercise and that kind of thing. Um, so I'm sure there's other things that you could do. But so I would say check out the website, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we could we can do that, and we'll uh, we'll throw that website in in the description link for this episode. Um, okay. So it's it's October fourteenth. This episode is probably going to be hitting next Tuesday or Thursday after the Bills uh, destroy the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> um, From your lips to God's ears. God willing. Um, but yeah, it's I've I've appreciated this. Zach, do you have any other questions for Mrs. Bean? No, I think that about covers it. Um, it was great having you on. We really appreciate Thank it. You. And, and I'm a huge dog dog lover. Um, I actually, fun fact, had a cat. I surprised my my at the time she was my girlfriend. Now she's my wife. We were in a small one bedroom apartment, and I went out and got her a cat. I adopted the cat and brought it home, and. We, we both wanted a dog, but we were like, a, a dog is too much in this tiny apartment on the third floor. Mm -hmm. So we settled and got the cat. And then a few weeks later, we got the dog too. So then we had a dog <laughs> and a cat in the one bedroom. Um, so they've kind of grown up together and mm -hmm. it, it's cool seeing them hang out. And she drinks out of his water bowl all the time. <laughs> she doesn't get bothered by it, but yeah, it's it's great, and uh, I'm actually I've got a baby on the way. Um, we'll be oh, here in January, so I'm really excited to see him with the baby and him growing up yeah. with the baby. So it'll be great. I didn't even talk about my animals. Um, I was gonna say yeah, dogs. that is actually uh, yeah. Two dogs. We, have, we have two dogs. We have 11 year old Bodie, who we rescued from an animal shelter. Also, an interesting fact: I feel like I have hair in my mouth. Um, with Bodie is that when Brandon interviewed for the job here, um, one of the questions that Terry Pagula asked was if we had any pets and Brandon said, yes. And he said, if so, what are their names? And Brandon said, well, we have a dog named Bodie. And he said, what? And he said, his name's Bodie. And he said, you gotta be kidding me. They had recently put down their dog of like, I don't want to say 15 years, but it was a long time. And the dog's name was Bodie. So I was like, how crazy well, that is, is that? That is crazy. Um, so Bodie's our 11 year old. Um, he's diabetic. So I give him a shot every 12 hours. Then we have Peanut, who is our three-legged Chihuahua mix. 
Yeah. That you also rescued from the SVCA in um, Lancaster, South Carolina. And yes, they say Lancaster. I've learned that here you say Lancaster. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But there you say Lancaster. <laughs> there's also there's also a town in Rochester, New York, um, called Charlotte, or it's, oh. it's spelled it's spelled like Charlotte, but they pronounce it Charlotte because of the French Canadian influence. Oh, okay, okay. We have a lot of weird pronunciations. Now, how do you two know each other? So I moved out here uh, five or six years ago for a teaching job. And I met Zach when I went up to the Bill's Backers Bar out here, which is Al's Bar and Grill up in Parkville. Um, okay. And he kind of hit me up before the season and said, hey, you want to start doing a podcast? And I said, you know what? I got nothing going on. Let's do it. That's amazing. Yeah, so it, it's great. We got to have Reed Ferguson on last week's episode. And Reed's such a great guy. Um, we loved having mm -hmm. him on. Um, and then we had a, actually just had an interview with um, – big new which he's a podcaster on buffalo rumbling so we're we're kind of up and coming and we're trying to do great things and also at the same time try to help out the community by bringing like you on here to talk about a great cause that people can help mm -hmm. with so that's amazing good job yeah so i think uh, that's one of the nice things about bill's mafia is, is is we take that buffalo attitude and we're always looking to help and support each other and so I saw Bill's Mutfia and I said, we definitely should do an episode for Bill's Mutfia um, just to get the word out there and also I let people it. know that you're on, you're on Twitter and uh, you're on Twitter at uh, Mrs. Haley being correct. And mm -hmm. Haley spelled H-A-L-E-Y. H-A-Y-L-E-Y. Oh, whoa, whoa, excuse me. Don't forget that Y. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then of course, E on the end of our name. Some people leave off the E, B-E-A-N-E. Um, so yeah, so, um, I was going to say something and I just had a, a I, do, I do have a, a question. Are you sitting in like the, the, the man cave right now? Like I see behind you, there's all sorts of memorabilia. So this is our office in the house. Um, Brandon uses this probably the most out of all of us, but sometimes our boys use it. Sometimes I use it. Um, like this is where the printer is and like the records of bills and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, we do have some memorabilia in here. Um, I put up this, I put that up today cause I thought it was cute. It was on the desk, but I thought, okay, no one can see that. If it's on the desk, so I moved it back there. Okay. Um, then we have just some various balls. Um, that is a NFC championship ball. Um, and that's from Carolina. Yeah. I'm not sure what that one is. It might be a Pro Bowl ball. Um, we went to the Pro Bowl. I don't even remember what year that was. I think it was 04. At the time, um, the coaches from whoever lost the NFC championship game and then whoever lost the AFC championship, their coaches would coach in the Pro Bowl. So um, the Panthers had lost. So, you know, we, our staff was in charge of all the NFC players that came. So um, that was 
super cool. Um, and that was when it was in Hawaii. And then we have just some various game balls for different things. Um, one says 2015 NFC champions, NFC South presented to Brandon for different things. I mean, I think maybe when our oldest was born, we got one from the game that was that week or something like that. Um, so yeah, there's some cool stuff in here. There's a, um, Frank Gore jersey from his, um, when he was drafted, he wrote a nice little thing on, do you want me to get it? I love Frank Gore. I would love to see that. I have a chant for Frank Gore. I was so happy. I was so happy when he came to Buffalo. I knew it was kind of a short-term situation, but. I see. Thanks for letting me come play for you. Appreciate it. So, oh, from, okay, so that's from when he signed with the Bills, but he gave you. Um, No, he just gave that to Brandon. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's to Brandon. He's thanking him for letting him come play here. And then I guess, I don't know that much, um, but apparently he was drafted by the 49ers. Would that be right? Yep, he was. Yep, he's he's my brother-in-law's favorite uh, player. My brother-in-law's a huge 49ers fan. Well, I love him. He's the best. And he's one of those ones that has an amazing personality, too. We, we had a chant for him at our Bills Backers Bar, which was whenever uh, he would get a first down, I would yell, what makes the grass grow? And then the rest of the <laughs> bar would go, gore, gore, gore. <laughs> so, nice. Fun little things that you find out. I, th- I think uh, that's definitely something, you know, after COVID ends, I would strongly suggest if, you're a- if you ever have the opportunity to travel with Brandon to some of the away games, mm-hmm. check out some of the local Bills Backers Bar. I think, I think they're unique. Um, to maybe the Bills and the Browns. Maybe yeah, Pittsburgh. so funny enough, the town we lived in in South Carolina, it's a small town on the outskirts of Charlotte. They had a Bills backers bar. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I was, I couldn't believe it. But yeah, so we, um, we had our uh, going away party from when we moved. We had our going away party there at the local Bills Backers bar and he signed some things and um, people were freaking out and he signed some things and they have it hanging up there. And then I took some of the um, friends from here, um, Brian Dable's wife, um, our assistant GM's wife, Dan Morgan's wife um, to Charleston to our house at Isle of Palms, and it was an away game last year, and we watched at a Bill's Backers bar there in Charleston. Yep. So I, I'm familiar I, with the and then I've, I have been following all the Bill's Backers on um, Twitter just because I find it so interesting. I mean, how cool is that? And anywhere we go, whether it's Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, wherever we are, if I have on anything Bills, someone will pass me and say, go Bills. Like, it's just, it's amazing. It's It's an unwritten rule. (laughs) It's an unwritten rule. You have to say, go Bills. And sometimes (laughs) I don't even remember that I'm wearing something Bills. It it can be something even small, like a hat. Um, And all of a sudden, somebody's like yelling, "Go Bills!" or whatever, and I'm like, "What?" I'm like, I oh, had a, and then I'm like, "Oh, the hat." 
I had a Kansas, a guy in Kansas City. I was right after we made the playoffs in 2017 and broke the drought. Um, I was wearing my Bills gear around town, going shop. I think it was in the grocery store, and he's like, "Oh, are you a bandwagon fan?" And I was like, "Oh man," <laughs> I was like, "Those are fighting I, words, right?" Those are fighting words. We don't, we don't have a bandwagon. We circle wagons. That's um, right. <laughs> my wife has learned a lot. She, she is trying to be supportive and wear Bills stuff. And she'll go out grocery shopping and they'll bring up a comment and she's doesn't know too much about the players. So she just avoids the question, but just says go bills and leaves it at that. So yeah, she's trying to learn. I'm trying to, to get her to learn the players because she's a big baseball fan. She loves the Royals for all of the players that they they've had. She's seen them grow with the team. And I said, mm-hmm. with the bills, if you watch the players, you're going to fall in love with them. Now, pre-meeting you, did she have an NFL team she pulled for or not really? Not really. And that's where her dad really doesn't like me because he's always been trying to get her to watch football and she would never do it. And now, now she occasionally will come down and watch, watch the games with uh-huh. me. She even got, got mad at me at one point. She wanted a Bills t-shirt and I bought her a jersey. <laughs> with our joint bank account. So she was like, I didn't want you doing that. Well, here's a t- here's a tip for the guys, okay? Especially single Zach, okay? Um, I didn't really watch a lot of football growing up because when I would watch with my brother and my dad, um, I would not understand something, and so I would ask a question, and they would just be like, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh my god, and you know, this was at the time where you don't have DVR, you can't pause it or rewind or whatever well after Brandon and I started dating and we would watch football together I would ask a question and he'd be like hold on just wait till the end of this play and then he would whatever the question was that I had he would explain it to me so then I started to understand it which made me fall in love with it so you gotta teach you gotta be patient that's what I learned this year I have learned that I have a hard time, like you were saying, when, when I'm watching the mm-hmm. game with her, like last night she brought something up, and I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> but as she sat and watched other games with me, primetime games of the week, she's, she's really taken on watching mm-hmm. and learning the game. And I, yeah. I think with us having a son, she's, she's going to fall in love with football. One mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. But yeah, we, we appreciate you being on and, uh, you know, it, it's great. It's great to be able to promote Bill's Mafia for everybody. It's a great cause. And I'm, I'm so glad that you took that on from the Hauschkas because that was something great that I don't know if too many people outside of Buffalo really knew what was happening, but it's definitely, you've made some noise on Twitter now. And I think a lot of people know exactly what it is and it's great. So good. Uh, good. Speaking, speaking of the Twitter, I'm assuming Brandon is not on Twitter. Am He's I not on that? any social media. All right. I think no, I just so wanted to make sure. Yeah, no, um, he's not. And he yeah, gets nervous that I'm even on social media. <laughs> I, can, I can understand that though, from a from an employee or from a like a standpoint, because as a teacher, I don't like to be on social media. In fact, I don't use my real name on our podcast. I go by Dirty Randy um, because okay. it's uh, I just don't like my name being out there, and I don't want anyone to mm-hmm. know what I, it's kind of my business. I like to do it on the side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I get that. 
uh, yeah, again, like, thank you so much for your time. It's, it's been, you've been super generous with it. I appreciate that. And thank I definitely you for having want, me. It's been fun. De- definitely want our, our, our followers out there to support Bill's Mutfia in whatever way you can. If you were able to give financially, great. But even if you can't give financially, just having that time to go down and help out at the shelter, um, walking dogs, that's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you. And as always, go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs>